the Yvette Darth Podcast, available on YvetteDarthMP.com and all major streaming platforms. It's time for 10 minutes with an important member of our community, Executive Manager of the Redcliffe Area Youth Space, Amy Mays. Amy, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on our first episode of the Yvette Darth Podcast. You're someone who I admire very deeply and your incredible hard work and, of course, the work of your team that they've been doing over many, many years looking after vulnerable young people here in the Redcliffe region. So firstly, welcome to episode one of the Yvette Darth podcast and thank you for your 17 years of service to our community. No, thank you so much of it. Out of the 17, 16 of those years, you've supported us. So thank you very much. Well, it's been... um an interesting 16 years, but it's been amazing to watch your journey over the years and to watch the journey of the Redcliffe Area Youth Space, who just celebrated their 21st birthday. So that's really exciting. We've just come from the Picnic Hill recently, just seeing it's coming back after COVID, which it's just such an amazing event, not just because it brings the community together. It's a, an affordable event. It's a family orientated event, but importantly, it's helping our young people gain skills. We also had a special guest there at Picnic Hill, and that was the Minister for Police and Minister for Corrective Services and Minister for Fire and Emergency Services, Mark Ryan, at the event. Let's have a listen to what Mark had to say. This is amazing, Amy. Oh, thanks, Mark. This is looking great. So yep. how late will you go tonight? Until 10 o'clock tonight. Yes, yep. yes, very good. That is exciting. And when does the dancing start? Well, it starts now. So <laughs> 5 o'clock, we have Raw Academy on, so young people on at 5 o'clock, and then yeah. sort of every hour after that. Yeah, well done. Yeah. And how many years have you been doing this for? Well, we started in 2016, but um, we haven't put on an event since March 2020 due to COVID. Wow. Yeah, so this is the first one back, so Excellent. nearly three years. Yeah. The thing I love about these events is how you can get the food vans in, you get the diversity of different cuisines, people come and make a big night of it really. Oh, you know? absolutely. Something from here, something from there, got the music, you can have a drink if you yeah. want to. Well, it kind of come about because we realised that we don't really have a lot of venues in our community that um, have kind of areas for young people so that their parents and young people can both enjoy themselves. So we fence it so young people can run around and it's a safe environment for them, but their parents can enjoy themselves too. Yeah, isn't that fantastic? Yeah. It's got it all here. It really does. And our young people put it on, you know, so we employ 14 young people every six months. And so our young people build the furniture for Picnic Hill. They market Picnic Hill. They run the stalls at Picnic Hill. They get their RSA, run the bar. They organise our graffiti artists, the entertainment. So gives them like lots of life skills, but also they're in contact with many different businesses, which also helps with employment, right? Isn't that good? Yeah, that's the goal. So it was great to catch up with Mark at Picnic Hill, but of course he wasn't just there to visit the wonderful event. We had a great opportunity to launch our community mobile police beat here in Redcliffe at the event. I'll talk a bit more about that later in another segment, but I wanted to talk to you, Amy, more about what the youth space does and what services it provides to the community. For those in the community who aren't aware of RAISE and the invaluable work that you and your team do, could you please just share a bit about what your organisation does? Okay, so we've just changed a little bit recently, but my normal spiel would be we'd work with young people, 10 to 25 in their families, for a variety of different reasons. It could be for mental health, it could be for education, it could be for training. It's also a drop-in centre, so young people can come as they please. So, for example, between sort of two and five, lots of young people after school will drop in. 
um, and access support by our staff of an afternoon, but also get involved in kind of other programs, so LGBTI programs, social inclusion programs and all of the above. But recently we've become a safe space. So we um, no longer are just a youth service. We work with adults. Our eldest um, client at the moment is 72 years old and our youngest is 10 in safe space. So that really is open after hours during the week. So from five to nine and on the weekend from three to seven. And really it's to alleviate the emergency department of people with emotional distress. Which is an amazing um, program that you're running there and you're already seeing such success. And we know looking after people's well-being and mental health in the community is far better than looking after them in an emergency department. And you are clearly making a difference, diverting them away from the hospital. So really appreciate the great work you're doing in that space. And of course, the work you do with our youth and have been doing for many years. So I mentioned before, you've been there 17 years. So tell us a bit about your journey. Well, I first started at the youth space as a 22-year-old. So that gives away my age, unfortunately. <laughs> but no, at 22, I started as a student, actually. I was studying a diploma of community services after doing a mental health and AOD course. Thought I'd come down just to check it out. And to be fair, I haven't left. So when I started there, I started an education program to work with young people who couldn't go to school for a variety of different reasons called Checkpoint. That program still exists. And then I've been able to work my way through. So then I did some case management, become the 2IC, obviously, and now I am the manager. So yes, been there, had a long journey. Yeah. And I know, Amy, the people I've met along the, the way and watching you grow in that role and your staff that, look, it's a difficult job. Uh, you see a lot of trauma. You take on a lot of that trauma, you and your staff, but you also see a lot of the positives out of this job and find it an extremely rewarding job. Is there any particular stories, I guess, that you can tell us about that you've seen along the way? Oh, look, I have many, many stories. Um, I have some really good stories. So I I talk about a young man who was a BMX rider because we're right next to the skate park for everybody playing at home. And so we have a skate and scooter shop and we had a young man who petitioned or with our help petitioned council to get a new skate park because um, when we first started there, the skate park was bitumen. And so when young people would come off, they'd rip up their legs. Anyway, he petitioned council. We got a new skate park. That young man is now putting on the Olympics, the BMX for the Olympics, which is really remarkable. It's got lots of stories like that. A young lady who then become one of the managers at Kitten Demore. So we've got, you know, lots of stories where young people have succeeded. But to be fair for me, The most touching stories are the stories where they've been able to move out of the situation that they're in, that they were raised in to become successful, happy people in their own right. So lots of our uh, young people, like you said, have experienced a lot of uh, trauma, abuse and neglect, and as a result, are either homeless and or have AOD issues. And so for me, the best stories are for those young people who may be 11 sleeping on my stage to then becoming, you know, just functioning members of society. It's wonderful to hear success, as you talked about, with the Olympics and, Mm. you know, running or managing a business. But the real success is getting those people the support they need, those young people, and getting them on a better path to life and just seeing them succeed and be happy individuals going Mm. forward. And and that's what really puts a smile on your face. And I know it's what gets you out of bed every morning doing that job. Sure does. Look, to be fair, like I've been really fortunate. I don't know anybody else who's probably had the kind of privilege that I've had to be there 17 years. And as a result, young people come back, can visit me. As adults, they bring their children to me. So I've now, I'm I'm seeing three generations um, of young people that I once had. And so I don't know that anybody else gets quite that experience. And so for me, it's really 
that's really important because working with trauma means that it needs longevity. You can't just have new people in and out. Absolutely. Trust, stability is really important for those young people to, to be able to work with them. Finally, Amy, can you share what the plans are for the youth space going forward? Okay. So like I mentioned, we've just opened up our safe space. So really it's to grow the safe space network. So that will be kind of what we're working on right now. However, we do plan on becoming an independent school. So we do have an application in. At the moment, there'll be a bit of back and forth, but we're hoping to get a school off the ground by next year. And obviously accommodation is really important. And so after we get a school off the ground, our next focus absolutely will be accommodation going forward. Also need an extension just putting that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know you've lobbied me. Uh, Look, an independent school couldn't be more supportive of that. We know that the mainstream schooling system isn't for everyone and it's really important. I know the difference that an education and training can make to people's lives as someone who left school at 15 themselves. I know we need to give these opportunities for young people. Amy, thanks for your time today. We look forward to getting you back on the podcast again later this year. Thank you so much for having me. 